Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. 135 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. This is Oilers Now. You can keep texting us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. We've had Kevin Lowe to talk about the uh, passing of uh, Walter Gretzky. Of course, Kevin, a longtime teammate of Wayne. Uh, Mark Spector has made an appearance for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta, Elliot Friedman for the River Cree Resort and Casino. And uh, we're going to head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline and uh, hook up with Glenn Gullitson, the Oilers Associate Coach. Hello, Glenn. How are you doing? Good stuff. How are you? Good. Thanks for uh, joining us uh, on short notice on a relatively uh, the last twenty four hours. Lots of news. Obviously, the passing of the passing of Walter. And I know uh, you guys did the dad's trip a couple of years ago, and that's that was a bittersweet moment for a lot of guys to to have their fathers uh, on the road with the team, and then uh, and then the change in Calgary as well. Daryl Sutter coming back in there, a team that uh, you were the head coach of. So certainly some interesting times, but for you. Guys, Guys, uh, for you guys, uh, a lot of focus in practice today. It was it was an intense uh, practice and one of the rare ones where we saw uh, Dave Tippett maybe uh, raise his voice a little. As you, uh, tough situation coming off a, a difficult stretch, or maybe a little bit of clarity for the team coming off a difficult stretch. Yeah, you know, a little bit more clarity, and uh, yeah, you certainly. Uh, Tip certainly has an even keel, and I think everyone around here knows that, and that's one of our strengths. And um, today we're just, uh, you know, our mindset today, uh, first of all, a little bit from our players and our leadership was, you know, no one liked the last three games, um, both players and coaches. So you saw a little bit of the intensity come out that way. Uh, the other part of it was is uh, um, you have you have an opportunity here um, going into this three-game set with Toronto, you had an oppor- you had an opportunity, and and it, it didn't go well. So you missed an opportunity. But in this league, uh, you can't miss a second opportunity stuff. And our second opportunity is to grow from. You know, they beat us. They beat us, and now we need to grow as a group collectively, all of us, uh, players, coaches, everybody here, and. Uh, 
and uh, learn from it and get better from uh, something that happened. So um, you could see that in the, in the intensity of the practice today. Uh, when you're in a support role like a guy like me is, or you know Jack in the past, or you know Cam and Jack carried forward, when you're when you're around, privileged enough to be around the team, and we're not this year, you don't ever want to be an energy taker for the group, right? You've got to be, right. you've got to maintain sort of the same deportment on a day-to-day basis uh, basis around the players because they do have a enough pressure and outside noise and just if you could maybe speak and educate our listeners on how important it is to to for coaching staff to have that even keel and and to continue to work on the process and and maybe not overreact to short-term results that might be positive for a stretch or conversely you know negative as what we saw against Toronto where there's some harsh learning lessons in the course last series yeah no question and uh, that's the key is to learn from them but you know stop you've been around um, there's only two emotions in this league. There's winning and there's misery. And you, you, you can't, um, you know, you, you, you can't let misery stay around too long. And, um, you know, our, our focus today is we got in that room. We had a, a, a real candid video meeting uh, this morning. And then the next message was let's go and get better. You, you, you can't have two bad days. Uh, in this in this environment because things can snowball on you so um, we had a good intense practice we refocused where we where we needed to but um, you have to move on in this game if otherwise things can get can get away from you so um, there's there's uh, the environment here was certainly down but uh, by the time we got on the ice and, and and if you were here watching practice you can see one of the first guys that was on the ice this morning um, and uh, we started to move forward uh, well I, I was there at the beginning and I know obviously the goaltenders were out there Leon Dreisaitl, uh has missed a couple practices he looked like he had a little bit more spring in his step and he's one of your you know he's one of your drivers along with 97 up front and Darnell Nurse on defense is that kind of who you guys look to to get recalibrated a bit the uh, that grouping of players yeah, there's no question. You look at that group, and then you look at uh, at some of the guys that have been around in the leadership group and have been in situations where, hey, a little mini series or or a stretch didn't go the way you wanted it to. All those guys speak up. So, um, you, you would have liked the vibe if you were in the room here today, and the fact that there was some uh, uh, intensity, um, yeah. but also there wasn't uh, there wasn't that dra- uh, that. Uh, drab and negativity either there was there was an intensity with a little bit of a, a purpose and then uh, also came uh, you know still a few smiles and a few uh, let's get this thing going so you, you can't dwell you can't dwell you got a top 10 power play but we didn't get a chance to see it in two of the three games against toronto which which perhaps we partially have to tip our hat to toronto but also maybe spoke a bit about how the games were managed uh how would you assess because you know and unfortunately we have to circle back to it glenn uh, just because you do sort of oversee it but how would you assess uh you know the power play how it's come along this year how the addition of tyson berry has factored in with things as well yeah, you know, early on, certainly we've talked to this point, stuff. We, we had an adjustment, right? And um, if, if you look at this power play, you look at the dynamic of the power play, um, it, you know, you, you lose Clefbaum on it and you add Tyson Berry. There are some subtle differences when you put a righty up top 
as to a lefty. Now, uh, when you, when a righty's up there, it, it doesn't always move as, as smoothly as it does with the lefty, just the way uh, the, the patterns run. But it also opens up uh, some other options to play from. Uh, you can see some of the point shot goals that, that Tyson's played and things that are coming off the stick from Connor uh, to, uh, you know, in Connor's regular spot to, to, to Tyson up top. It took us a while to adjust a little bit. So, you know, some of our same looks weren't there. Uh, some new looks it took us a while to, to grab onto but we got going and we like to measure our power play here by you know what we're creating and chances um, and, and if it's giving us energy and it's winning us games and early on it wasn't uh, I would say the first 10 games you look at that Montreal series it, it certainly didn't help us but then if you, you go into the Vancouver series just lately in the last 10 games it's helped us win a, win a few games and get back in a few games so, and provided us energy so we like where it's trended now um, and in saying that Toronto gave us one uh, good lesson in uh, you know how you can uh, uh, stymie the Edmonton Oilers and they didn't take power play in, in two of the games so uh, we couldn't get any traction. All right. Uh, one of the things you have done is you slid Darnell Nurse in a couple of power play looks, uh, and I and I am a big Evan Bouchard guy, and it looks like based on a, maybe I'm reading in too much, but looks like there might be a chance he draws back in the lineup tomorrow. Uh, maybe just a, a thought on uh, the dimension that Nurse maybe provides as a left shot, and also what you're seeing out of uh, Evan Bouchard in terms of his puck moving abilities and his, uh, you know, his, the ability he has to read the game. Yeah, you know, there's there's no question with with Bush answering that second part stuff. There's no question with Bush um, that, that we have a high end offensive player here with high end vision. I mean, he can get pucks through from the blue line. Uh, he, he's, he can make uh, some some real nifty passes. He has some subtleties, quite frankly, that you you can't teach offensively. Um, you know, there's there's no way to take some of those qualities and, and put in other guys. And they're not physical. They're they're more of the, of of the puck polish. Uh, type and and the, the thinking type. He's a cerebral, smart, uh, smart player with good puck polish. Um, you know the side that he has to to work on, like any young defenseman, is is the de- the defending side, right? And um, a- any offensive guy has to, has to work in those areas. He's done one hell of a job of. Uh, coming in here, being in great shape, uh, working every day uh, with the coaching staff on some of the little details, especially with Jimmy Playfer on, on defending and the nuances of the game, right? You've got other sharks in the water, so these young offensive guys, they, they have to be aware of those guys on the ice and have to be able to defend them. But Boosh is certainly going to play uh, be a player here that, that you know, the Oilers fans are, are certainly going to like in the, in the future. And as far as the power play and stuff with him, stuff is you know you want him to cut his teeth, and the best way yeah. to cut it is is um, you know on on the second unit. And and our second unit doesn't get a whole heck of a lot of time right now, but but that's where you want him you want him to cut his teeth and 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 get a uh, get a feel for the game. You, you had the probably well I I know it was the top running power play in in maybe 40 years here in Edmonton or maybe all time whatever whatever it shakes out to be. Um, and uh, you know you want to introduce a, a, a rookie guy into that a little bit slowly. So um, he's cutting his teeth, but he's going to be a good player. And then as far as Doc goes, um, Darnell, uh, we've we came into this year with the mindset that you know obviously there's a there's a focus every time someone plays the Edmonton Oilers on on the ability to score, especially after last year on the power play. Um, but now you get into these little mini sets and. Um, 
now um, you know these little mini series, three games against Toronto, so forth, and and teams can get better dialed in. Uh, they're not just rolling in here on a Saturday night one time and, and facing this power play. So now there's even more emphasis from the opposition to kind of stymie you know the Oiler power play. So we wanted to keep some some tools in our tool belt. There's there's two different looks you can kind of get from a lefty and a righty. So we knew Tyson was going to take primarily a lot of those minutes, but we've never even in practice here. Um, taking uh, Darnell Nurse out of out of power play reps um, just because say if we get three or four a night we'd like to have Darnell in there starting at least one of, of those just just so the teams are a little offset uh, they can't take away all options that, that Tyson provides and it, and it gives them little different looks that they have to deal with. Uh, you were with the team in what was a very challenging 18-19 season uh, yeah. You've got you've deployed yes to Poliarvi at times in the first unit as a net presence, sort of alternating chase on maybe a little bit more chase on the Neil. Are you a little bit surprised? I know I am. I did not see Jesse coming back, playing in straight lines, winning uh, puck battles, uh, being relentless on the puck. But I mean, you coached this guy. Did you see that potential there before, or are you, are you surprised at how quickly he's asserted himself back in the mix here? I am surprised how quickly he inserted himself uh, back in the mix here. And uh, at the end of the day, um, this league, this league has no patience, right? Stop, you know that, right? It's not a very patient league, and not all players develop at the same time, um, at, at the same trajectory. And this is a good lesson to us in patience because um, we, we have a player here. Uh, Jesse Puglia Harvey is playing a game at a high level. Um, he's playing an intense game. He's playing a 200-foot game. He's all over the front of the net, which which I didn't see in in the first year I was here. Um, he, he's, uh, he's really helped... Uh, uh, he's playing with Connor, and, and he helps. He he tracks down pucks. Um, he, he's at the net. Uh, he makes plays. He he can finish off some plays. Um, he he has the potential. He he's on his way now. And with that work ethic, I don't see too many setbacks other than the odd game here or there, like uh, any young player will have. This this kid's well on his way. I, I know we both believe that coaches can breed offensive co- confidence. How much of it is just allowing the player like you've got mcdavid and dry settle and nugent hopkins those guys i mean connor and leon are elite players five on five and elite on special teams i would maybe assert to you that nuge has sort of proven to be a complimentary five on five player but an elite special teams player how much coaching goes into working with those players and how much of the coaching is allowing those guys to be who they are and allowing them to freelance a bit especially with a thing like the power play they have to freelance a bit on 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 the power play, and um, you know I I tell these guys all the time. Um, it, you know what? I'll, I'll go back just just a second. Is um, you, you had to put together a game plan for these young players on on the power play, and and the game plan was pretty simple. Is uh, really we wanted to get them moving. Um, and making plays, so not standing and making plays. And there's some nuances to our power play of of where you got to get the uh, you know where you got to get the shots from, where where what puts us in better opportunities, what puts the penalty killers in in the soup. So there there is there is a structure there. There is a canvas. There is a structure there. But basically, that structure is to put them in positions where they're moving, put them in good positions to make plays and take shots. 
Uh, and then off that becomes retrievals. And then at the end of the day becomes road hockey. So that's their inner sense to play the game. So um, that's really what we, we put in place for these, for these dynamic players as we didn't want them standing, making plays. We wanted them in, in motion, making plays. Um, but we, in essence, we wanted them to shoot the puck a little bit more. And then we wanted them to uh, uh, play road hockey off the shots and, and, you know, call it freelancing. So, um, but there's a structure to it. So now the coaching part is just, we, we've got the, the theory down. Now the coaching part is almost like Homer Simpson. You just sit back, watch the gauges, and let them know when they're standing still. Let them know when they're not shooting enough. Let them know when we should go at a different look, right? So uh, that, that's really what takes place in the power play. Glenn, awesome uh, perspective. We appreciate your time. Uh, should be a kicker tomorrow night, Battle of Alberta, the Oilers and the Flames. Yes, thanks, Stoff. You bet. That is Glenn Gullitson, Oilers associate coach, uh, former head coach of the Calgary Flames. Daryl Sutter is now the head coach of the Flames for the second time. Uh, tomorrow will be Ryan Huska, who many think is a good young coach as well. Royal Pizza, pizza past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza offers curbside pickup takeout options for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation Mediterranean chicken. We'll wrap up the show after this. Brian texts the show in our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 153. He says, Bob, I'm with you. Bouchard has got great offensive qualities, and only way to make the game slow down as a young player defensively is to play him, play him, play him. Can we get a pick for Barry? Uh, I don't think Barry's getting moved during the season, but I could be wrong. I just I think Tyson Barry's changed the complexion of what the Oilers have done. And uh, Oilers GM text the show. Bob, please read this. There are ups and downs throughout a regular season. The Leafs started their upswing and we started our downswing. Connor and Leon are proud guys, says Oilers GM. They'll avenge uh, for this series at the end of the month, just like they did last month when we went into Calgary and beat them in every aspect of the game. Having said that, all we need to do is acquire a starting goalie. The last year has proven that, and especially the last three games. Well, uh, I think Toronto's defense played a major part, and I think Toronto getting the lead played a part, but the Oilers' goalies did get outplayed in all three games as well. All right, uh, we are going to head off to this day in Oilers history. It's brought to you daily by Dennis and Jason Laliberti and the team at New West Travel, and we're going to go back in the state 1983, and here's Cody Jansen. Well, Yari Curry scored his fifth career hat-trick to give him 100 career NHL goals, and Wayne Gretzky had two goals and three assists. No surprise there. Oilers win 6-3 on the road in Toronto. Uh, there you have it. Uh, special thanks to uh, Kevin Lowe for uh, joining us in the opening half hour in short notice and celebrating uh, the life of Walter Gretzky. Reed Wilkins will have more on this. Kevin Lowe and Mark Messier doing an availability around 3 o'clock today on the passing of uh, a man that many would consider the greatest hockey dad of all time. Uh, Reed will have uh, more on that coming up tonight on Inside Sports from 6 to 8. We'll have uh, the face-off show tomorrow at 6.30. Puck drop Jack Michaels, myself, Cam Moon, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, Oilers radio network from rogers place battle of alberta it's going to be a beauty up next the global news weather traffic update with eileen bell followed by the 6 30 jet afternoons with jaylen nye have a terrific wonderful fantastic friday everybody
Stoffers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Keeping your office running like a well-oiled power play. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.